0: Hello, everyone. Welcome to the American Pale Males Podcast 2018 edition. Whoop, whoop. I am one of your hosts, Michael, and with me is the other host of the show, Baby New Year. Michael, how in the world are you? Uh, doing good. New Year, new me. Uh, yeah. Taking off my Sting mask to reveal Sting makeup underneath. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, <forgot laughs> I don't know if you've ever that. seen that gif I, or that meme. Oh, no. I, I've, I,
1: I remember it when it was live. I think I I I was going
0: to say yeah you probably know it well
1: (laughs) Uh, how'd how'd the New Year's Eve treat you Michael did you have any uh, fancy beers about which you would like to brag New Year's Resolution 1 Michael don't end a sentence in a proposition preposition oh my god wow preposition Proposition. preposition I got a proposition for you Michael how about I talk right
0: I I did have one on New Year's Eve day alright
1: I think that's still technically New Year's Eve
0: and it was actually one of your Brew Year's resolutions, and I got it in right under the wire for 2017. But why were you um, trying to get
1: mine in under the wire? Shouldn't you be worried about your own?
0: Well, well, yeah, but this was a okay. bonus. Okay. Um, Continue. But I just found it ironic that it was one of yours, and uh, I was at a brunch and at my parents, parents at the show, mm-hmm. and I looked in their icebox, and <laughs> much to my <laughs> surprise, there was a bomber of King Sue in there. Oh, good man! <laughs> and my nice. dad's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." I just got that, and he's like, really flippant about it, but genuinely flippant. He's like, "Yeah, the guy at High V said it's one of the best in its category, so I thought I'd give it a try." I, I thought,
1: I, you know, I didn't much care for it. I just thought I would throw it away, but you know, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm
0: like, "Oh yeah, let's let's try that one out." Let's let's us like try, try that. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, it was. Really good. It's pretty awesome. Nice, potent citra flavor. So mm-hmm. citrusy, but obviously a hop citrus. So it's like a little uncanny citrus, but that makes it even better. Uh-huh. Uh huh. It does finish with a strong hop flavor. So it does. But it's just a nice, to me, it's like almost the pinnacle of a citra IPA. I mean, granted, you know, it, it's being a double IPA, not my favorite category, but it's just so good. It just blows that, um, I don't know, that prejudice out of the water, and I, I just loved it, so it was mm-hmm. really good. Well, Michael,
1: um, you know, it's not always easy being a podcaster, <laughs> um, but
0: one of these hard questions that comes up is, where do you rank it against pseudo-sue? So this was Decorah, King Sue. Yeah. I do know that, and I think the only pseudo-sue I've had is Florida. Really? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So oh, wow. I would really like to side-by-side them, but... If memory serves me well, I think I like King Sue more. Yeah. Uh
1: Bruce News, ring ring the bell, man. Uh Sue is being canned and brewed in decor now. They're no more of the Florida Sue. That's right. And yeah. it's and it's delicious. Um it's it's dialed in Okay. It's not quite dialed in to what I remember, but as we okay. have established many times on this show, the uh the rose colored glasses of memory are nice. not always what they mean to be. That said, it's really good. I found it a return to form. Easily the best one of their beers I've had out of a can. And I look forward to the rest of them getting back in swing of things.
0: Yeah. I would love to try Sudosu again, obviously. Uh, side by sideing them would be mm-hmm. awesome. I don't, True. side by sideing them in Decora would be awesome. But, yeah. Uh, that is kind of halfway, isn't it? That is, yeah. Maybe that will be a mm-hmm. uh, long weekend. Yeah, potential goal or something, or I don't know. And, we'll and, have to uh, that we one out. we
1: can do. Uh, you ever see that movie Used Cars with Kurt Russell? Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, if I remember correctly, it's him and a, a guy across the way. Um, well, let me just dig this up. But it's it's him being uh, just bickering with people across the street, huh? and it's uh, a. <laughs> I. Whenever I think of a uh, pulpit rock and toppling Goliath, that's oh. what I think. <laughs> <laughs> Two next door neighbors. Yeah, It's like slinging balloons filled with like cat pee or something across <laughs> the way. Out. You know things like that. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, we should we should do that. Uh, put it on the docket, Michael. We'll do that at some point. Someday. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Jeremy, what is your beer brag? Michael, I have been having a bit of a renaissance as far as beer brags. Now, I could go. Mm. I could do a lot of things. I could do the Prairie Christmas Bomb.
0: Oh. The Much
1: Ballyhooed. I just had that today. Um, But I think I'm going to save that for a little while because um, this past weekend, I don't know. Time is kind of blurring together for me these past few days. It's been very busy. Mm -hmm. But I did go down to Big Grove. Surprise, surprise. Aha. And I had their Citra Triad keeping in theme with yours. Um, mm. So, I don't know how many times they've done this, but they do a series of IPAs. Uh, one is the Arms Race IPA, which I believe we've done on the show before, at least as a beer brag. Um, If not, consider that happening now, Arms Race. Okay. <laughs> for me, it's they claim the Big Grove IPA is their flagship, but for me, it's always Arms Race. It's just mm-hmm. a delicious standard 6%-ish IPA. Um, but they also do, during the Citra Shy they release a double and an Imperial Citra IPA at the same time. Okay. And I went, uh, I went flight style on these, and I had all three. Ah. Was this the um, photo on Facebook? It was the photo on Facebook of me sacrificing for my art. Yes, yes. <laughs> By joking <laughs> <drinking> beer. <laughs> um, so, Arms Race, you know, 4.5, it's delicious. It's it's one of my favorites. It's certainly one of my favorite local beers. The second one, the Double, is called Minuteman. Now, Minuteman is, whereas the first one is like a traditional Citra IPA where they all just feel kind of, uh, you know, citra light, fruity. Um, the Double, it was, as I wrote, stickier, warmer with hints of orange and apricot. It's not heavy enough to be like a a big hitter like one of those I'm going to sit here and carve this thing with a fork and knife and okay. But it's also not light enough to be sessionable or like even I'm going to have casual. many of the a casual. Yeah. I'll have a few and go <laughs> home and I'll be fine. It was weird. Um it's it's I don't know if they changed the malts like if this is just a a larger version of what they had had previously for the arms race. Or if it you know has more malts or what or different malts or what the deal is, but the the sort of just sort and, you know in the middle, is good, but it wasn't my favorite out of the three. And uh, okay. the, the uh, triple or imperial, whatever you want to call it, is called Trident, and it's friggin' delicious, Michael. It's so good. Mhm.
0: It's it's fully cranked.
1: Yes, uh, the 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 flavor text says Citra Triad Imperial. How do you prevent the Cold War from going hot? Mutually assured sensitization, and I don't know what that exactly means. <laughs> um, but this is a big boozy. It's just a huge beer. It is very very warm. There's a lot of melon on it. Um, it's very it's very unusual that they can use the same hop to get three different flavors out of it out of yeah. the same hop um and i think that may have been the the point but uh
0: is there an abv on there
1: their website says it's 10.9 okay so yes it's it uh definitely has a big boozy backbone to it but it does not feel like it's you know going to scald you like a vodka or something like that
0: it's a very citra themed beer brags so. i i know i
1: i had to be honest i had forgotten about that given the uh christmas bomb and i had planned on talking about that but once you brought up the the Citra of the King yeah. Sue, I'm like, oh yeah,
0: perfect, yeah, perfect. Now I noticed going back to King Sue real quick. Yes, sir. There's like a little thing like brewing up science with the Field Museum. Do you think they had to put that on there because of the? Do you think there's some agreement with the name Sue?
1: There is actually. I can vouch for that. Okay. The T-Rex in the uh, the Field Museum in Chicago.
0: Yes. Right. Yeah, but I wonder if there's a legal thing behind that, or if that was a uh,
1: whether or not that's true, I can't speak. But I do know they have a deal with it, and I know that ah, that I believe, at least as of the last I knew, that the Field Museum was the only place in the Chicago area to get Pseudo Oh, given that they have the bigger brewery capacity now, I'm sure that's about to change. But until then, I believe it's only the Field Museum that gets has the cans and the occasional
0: bomber of King Sue. Oh here, a Des Moines Register. Aha. Toppling Goliath avoids trademark battle and breaks into the Chicago market. Mm. And So they could have had a trademark fight on their hands, but instead is partnering with the Field Museum to bring his beer to the Chicago market for the first time. So looks like they avoided a lawsuit with that. So yes, I am right. Kind of cool. Yeah, you are correct, sir. Mm-hmm. I win, Michael. Next song. <sighs> next song. Next uh, song! The American Pale Male Male Pale. Uh, yeah, let's do it, And Good work. Uh, Nailed it yet again, Michael. It's from Mike, former host of the show. Hi, Mike. How are you? He says, Hello, fellows, is host emeritus, keeper of the untapped, and Tom Bombadil of the podcast Mike. I included that last one so Michael would have to read it on the show, thus angering Jeremy. So... <laughs> Aside... From my tweet to at APMPod, imploring you to investigate Fartergate. I don't, do we want to talk about Fartergate? Nah, we're good. We're good. Okay. I had, see our Twitter account if you want to know more. No, that's not necessary. Okay. I had another question that arose during my listen to the recent episode, Uncle Bert Suds. God I I these friggin' names they they throw I love them but they throw me off every time
1: and I cannot I like I remember what was happening like I remember saying these dumb things that you put as the title but I can never remember what episode the it is start. yeah, start yes yeah.
0: yes yes Michael is clearly dealing with some kind of illness that sounds like it's affecting his sinuses is a beer rating valid when your health is compromised Smell is obviously a huge part of taste, not to mention that having a brew dog when you're under the weather is sometimes a little less attractive undertaking in general. Have you ever tried a beer under both circumstances and found you've enjoyed it more, well, healthy? A brew dog? <laughs> yeah, that's that's a uh, Nick Weigerism from the podcast Doughboys. Okay. <laughs> I'm, I was wondering if you would pick up on that weird... Uh... I mean, I noticed it. There's, yeah, I have okay. that part, but... Yeah. A brew dog, aka a beer. Um helping create content through the American Pale Mail Mail Pale since 2017. H E K O T U T B O T P Mike. Alright. <laughs> so, yeah. <laughs> so is a beer rating valid when your health is compromised? We rate and with we rate with our hearts, Michael. I was yeah, I was just gonna say that it, it kind of is what it is now. Um It doesn't mean you're I, right. I, you're right. I mean I think you'll put it into your Tasty notes with that rating. True. If I had to
1: guess, I'd say, you know, it, your ratings can change from day to day, let
0: alone, you know, over time. Right. And I think we've established, too, that, you know, maybe you're in a good mood. Maybe you're at a awesome party, and it's yeah. creating excitement. So Maybe it's the, the weird the randomness
1: of having a beer that is flavored with green tea or matcha.
0: Yeah. So, certainly, is it valid? Yes, but you know is the entire right? situation is taken into account. Yeah, is it? Is it going to be objectively, scientifically correct? No. But is it ever? Probably. No, not. it's not. Yeah. So Ex-
1: experiences
0: are all. Uh, I don't know where I was going with that. Michael, continue. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then finally, he says, "Have you ever had a beer under both circumstances and found you've enjoyed it more while healthy?" Um, probably. I can't think of a specific example. Maybe. Jeremy, do you have anything that comes to mind for that? I don't think so. I can't so. think of any like repeat beers that I've had. Plus, I usually, outside of this podcast, if I'm really sick, I'll avoid drinking beer, too.
1: Yeah, if you're sick, you need to have a hot toddy. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's right. S- Seriously, I'm not warm. kidding. Hot 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 toddy will cure what <laughs> ails you, man. Um, there was an episode on this show. Something really bizarre happened. I think I kind of mentioned it briefly, where, like, I don't know, I, like, had some olive oil and it like burnt my tongue and I had like this weird and I looked it up. Oh uh, okay. Like hold on spots on my hold, tongue. Hold and on. And it's called Geographic Tongue. Well there's
1: your title for this time. You said it this time, not me. Okay. Uh okay, number one, why did you have hot oil on your tongue It was hot? <laughs> no, no, enough it wasn't
0: to- it wasn't hot. It wasn't hot. it a room to- <laughs> <laughs> that imagery of just sticking my tongue out and just like yeah. taking a frying pan. And <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Got no. a little hot chocolate for you. <laughs> it, was, it was room temperature. It was so weird. It was like I was using it for cooking and like there was a little bit just in like the little tablespoon or whatever. I'm like, oh, I'll just lick this off. And I did. And when I swallowed it, it like burnt the back of my tongue or something happened i don't know if this was you know how they have like counterfeit olive oil maybe this was like counterfeit and they had octane in there or something (laughs) i was trying to think of a hydrocarbon that was long enough to be a liquid (laughs) (laughs) um i almost said butane i would have had egg on my face then yeah so for like two weeks including uh during a recording and it really screwed up my tongue and it did affect that rating i can tell Mm -hmm. you that so but as far as a specific example i don't i don't have one mike sorry (laughs) yeah me neither Onward. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Mike for emailing in. Now, uh Mike sent me a personal text. A personal, okay. but I'm going to make it a part of the show because he law pointed and out <laughs> a, beer, a beer product to me that uh he didn't try himself, but I guess one of his friends had it and it reminded me of Mike and something he used to do on the show all the time. Rate beers. He did. <laughs> this is New Belgium's Blend Like a Brewer variety pack. So Oh, I've seen these. Yeah, so this is a twelve pack with six different brews in it, so two of each. And they inside this twelve pack is like instructions on how to mix the brews to create like a quote unquote blend. hmm So in there is they have a Belgian white, a black lager, tangerine IPA. Mm-hmm. A Belgian style double, Belgian style triple, and then limited release sour ale called Cellar Blunder. Um so you know, I don't know if that's gonna end up like the cherry almond <laughs> limited release or but um during a face to face we might have to just check this out just for the sheer novelty alone. Drink a twelve pack of beer? Okay. <laughs> and to drink a twelve pack of beer. That could be I don't fun. know. What 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 are your thoughts? uh stupid, cool somewhere in between I like the idea um yeah
1: no i i I dig the fact that they have all the different stuff in there it's it makes me happy I'm
0: sure not all of them are gonna be for me, but that right, who cares and that's something that uh i don't know i I've never really read up about or tried to do about like how to actually accept like maybe a uh black and tan or something mm-hmm. or a snake bite outside of that, I don't think I've a Belgian ever... waffle. Yeah, that's, that's right. I don't think I've ever tried mixing beers, so it might be a primer for doing that. So
1: that, you know, that's not a bad idea for an episode, right? Yeah. One, right. well, face to face one, so
0: we could face-to-face, like make everyone yeah. try it. Yes. Ha- have an unnamed third party try them as well. <laughs> right. And by that I mean Steve. <laughs> right. He can give us a thumbs up or a thumbs down or uh-huh. hand side to side. He has to be
1: wearing the ninja outfit though.
0: <laughs> right. Yeah. Stealthy. Uh-huh. So that was just a little curiosidad that I mm-hmm. noticed. Yeah, me too. Also, just a not to keep hyping up New Belgium, but did you say they dropped a new Voodoo Ranger too?
1: They did? I did not see this.
0: Uh, Voodoo Ranger, uh, what's the name? It's basically a hazy IPA. Okay. Um, Have you had it? Not yet. It like literally they announced it a few days ago, like the first of the year, I think. Juicy Haze. So, it's kind of cashing in on the haze craze that not too long ago.
1: The so-called New England uh, style IPA.
0: Ah, uh, yes, exactly.
1: Is that what it is? I'm just throwing out buzzwords. I don't know if I'm no, right. No,
0: I believe that is correct. Which I don't think I've I don't know. Maybe I've had it. I don't think so, though.
1: I I feel like I've had some and not known it and then I was told afterward.
0: Right, yeah. But... I know some breweries were selling like $20 bottles of the hazy IPAs, and he had some out there that looked like orange juice. And mm-hmm. So, something that I haven't delved into. So, again, maybe another good primer from uh, New Belgium. Yeah. You know, complete the uh, series, the Voodoo Ranger, keeping uh, up with those releases, because they tend to be pretty solid beers. Okay, to solid, yeah. Uh, speaking of which, I... have <laughs> I
1: I found a former beer brag atomic pumpkin for a dollar the other day, and I have oh it. really? It, well, app bottle, but it was uh huh. It's still really good. So I, there you go. It lived Case up to point. expectations. So
0: yeah, let's see here. What else <laughs> do we have? What else do we have? Jeremy, Michael, all this beer talk makes you want to drink a beer. <laughs> good. <laughs> Not,
1: uh, good, good, good one, Michael. He's like. You could have just yelled Segway, and it would have been fine too. <laughs> but yes, why yes, Michael, my throat is a, a bit parched. You know, I've been sipping on some tea to keep these luxurious pipes lubricated. But you know, it, it's it's you know it's it's about that time. It's five o'clock somewhere. Yeah, probably about you know three hours to the west.
0: Yeah, maybe on some uh, Aleutian Islands or something like somewhere that. Somewhere between Alaska, it's probably five o'clock yeah. in Alaska somewhere. There you go. Um Jeremy, him
1: what the FDR is. Uh the FDR is where we where when we find a beer, we drink a beer, and then we rate that beer. And you know what, Michael? Mm-hmm. I really hope I got the right one in the fridge today. But if I'm correct, we're having an, you know, drumroll please lift bridge. <laughs> uh oh. Farm Girl Saison. Is this the correct one?
0: That is correct, yes. Okay,
1: good. I really should have checked up on this before and read the uh, email a little bit better, but you know what? I've had a lazy day. Do you have any uh, any color text, any any information about Liftbridge Brewing Company's Farm Girl Saison?
0: Yeah. Well, so um, Liftbridge is a brewery. <laughs> Thank you. Out of Stillwater, Minnesota. Uh-huh. They were founded in 2007, so pretty new. Well, 10 years, I guess. Oh, 11, excuse me. (laughs) And they distribute to Minnesota, Wisconsin, and North Dakota. So it's an import for you. It is an import for me. Uh, They do about 15,000 barrels a year. Yeah, so this is their Farm Girl Saison. I do have caller text here from (laughs) liftbridgebrewery.com. Hey, hey, hey. This lightly carbonated, moderately sweet, medium-bodied, Belgian-style ale is a smooth and well-rounded... Oh, screwed up. Do you want me to do it, Michael? Is a smooth and well-rounded... Wait, this might be their botch. No, I screwed up again. Is smooth and <laughs> no, well-rounded... It's, it's you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> With Get a hint that of spiciness in. only Belgian yeast can create. Farm Girl Saison was lovingly created for the wife of a co-founder inspired by the, far- <laughs> the farm she grew up on. Him card read good. Good work, Michael. <laughs> Mr. Kearns. So... Well, they do have a nice little um, ingredient summary here. So the malts are Belgian Pilsner malts, or malt. I guess there's only one. Hops are Golding, Pearl, and Spalt. And uh, I actually looked these up, Jeremy. Okay. Um, So Golding is a kind of an English-style hop, English aroma hop, mainly used for aroma, uh, which tends to be floral, fruity, and herbal. Pearl, that's P-E. E R L E like the vision. Um, it is it's not like the vision, Michael. There's Isn't an it a, a pearl vision. There is, is there a an pearl a in...
1: vision, but there's an A in pearl vision. Arrgh. Anyway, you make us sound like morons.
0: <laughs> get it together. Don't get the optometry chain right. Uh, it's a dual-purpose hop. It tends to be floral and spicy, and it dates back to the '70s. That other one dates back to like the 1700s. The golden, you know, English and all that. Mm -hmm. And the spalt is an aroma hop, German, earthy herbal, so it's falling into the noble kind of characteristics, Mm -hmm. Saz type of characteristics. I do
1: enjoy a good
0: uh, noble hop, as we have established. And the yeast is Belgian on this one. Yeah, it is. ABV of 5.8. Yeah. IBU of 19.
1: And it's brewed with orange
0: peel. Is it? The bottle tells me that. Oh, oh yeah! <laughs> Ale brewed with orange peel, right there. Yeah, bottle has a farm—a farm farm's woman. Yeah, yeah, uh, with some farming equipment in the background. So, uh, I guess let's uh, crack this open. Let's crack into it. What, Michael? What glass are you using? Uh, you know what. Where is my glass? Oh, uh, I was real lazy, so I just took a shaker. I probably should have taken, like, a tulip or something, but... I'm using the vaunted Duval glass. Oh, that will be a good one, I yeah, think. Yeah, it will. Michael,
1: uh, in, to tie this back in with Mike's earlier question, are you over whatever cold you had? Yeah, I'm pretty good right now. Good. Uh, question two, which is more uh, germane to the conversation. When you So this, uh, when you take a look at this beer through the bottle from the bottom up. There's a pretty heavy layer of yeast in there. Oh yeah. So, when you have these, do you try to avoid the sediment or do you uh, Give it a uh do do you swirl at the bottom?
0: My understanding was you were supposed to try to avoid that. Well, I but, I've been uh, but a, I've, heard, I've been a swirl. Yeah, you swirl it. I'm actually dumping some of the yeast in right now because yeah. I think for a beer like this, it would benefit from the yeast. Flavor. Yeah. And you, well, and also let's not uh, forget the fact that you love
1: a good harvested yeast.
0: <laughs> sure. Michael, what are you, what what smells is you getting? It's not as potent as I kind of thought it would be, but just in the smell, like the smells in that potent. Kind of a fruity tone. A little Almost, bit. I know it doesn't have wheat, but kind of a crisp smell to it. Does kind of have that hefe, uh,
1: a slight hefe scent to it. Yeah. A little, but you know, it's, it's still good. I am a little congested because I'm always a little congested, as we've established. But mm-hmm. uh, it's it's a nice it's a nice sort of Belgian a, a nice Belgian y smell to it. And I should also yeah. note that on the bottle it says this is brewed in the farmhouse tradition. So um, do we assume that means open fermentation?
0: Open up the barn doors? <laughs> yeah. That's what I would presume, yeah.
1: All right, well, we're going to go with assumptions because that's what we're doing with this new year, Michael. We're assuming everything. (laughs) No time for facts. Oh, it's... It's the world we live in.
0: (laughs) Seems to be the trend these days. Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to go into it first, Jeremy? I sure will, Michael. Keep the people entertained. I will. The lift bridge is now closed to vehicular traffic and is going to be a pedestrian and bike bridge because it's old. Mm Mm-hmm. And they built a new bridge. Uh, I don't know if you've ever seen a lift bridge, Jeremy, but it's quite amusing. I was on one in Duluth. Which, mm-hmm. That's a famous one. And it was amusing to see at first. Then when I was stuck in traffic for about 20 minutes, I was uh, not so amused.
1: But is, is it sort of like a uh, locks and dams situation?
0: Yeah, it's just like basically an elevator. Of the bridge is, the middle of the bridge is like on an elevator and it will like lift up. Mm-hmm. and then a boat can go underneath, and then when it's done, it will go back down. Gotcha. Oh, yeah, those things suck. I hate them. <laughs> they're neat when they're in action, but then when they're just sitting there doing nothing, it's like, okay, I've seen enough. Anyways, back to, uh, you know, what we were talking
1: about. Yeah. I did get quite a bit of orange in this one, and it's like orange-orange, not just like... Uh, uh like a, like a citrus uh, zest. Uh, uh, yes, that's it's not pithy. It's uh juicy. Did it, it not, well, not like
0: orange juice, but like a a juice from an orange. Have you gone in for that the taste yet? Yes. Mhm. No, I get what you're saying. Yeah, cuz it's like it it feels like
1: a non uh a non-sugared orange juice because you know if you mm-hmm. have a glass of orange juice there's
0: a ridiculous amount of uh like added sugar in it. Well, modern, you know, orange juice that you buy at the store is like totally bogus cuz they remove all the oxygen from it, which also removes the flavor, and so when it gets back to the like the bottling area, they literally inject orange flavor into it back into it. That's why it tastes so different than like a real orange. It uh-huh. tastes like a real thick, sugary, swirly swirly. Slurry. <laughs> uh uh not fr- a swirly. Freudian slip there, Michael. Yeah. Eh. Uh
1: no, but Those I agree. That it it does uh, actually it does actually taste like an orange is just like kind of like uh, not a clementine, maybe tangerine? a tangerine. Val- not quite, because like you know, with the the advent of all of these tangerine IPAs that have been coming out lately, mm-hmm. it doesn't feel as sharp or acidic as that. Right. It feels just like a, a Valencia, a
0: juice orange. Yeah, I was gonna say that Cezanne is or farmhouse ales are probably. One of my favorite brew styles. Me too. Um, I don't come across them too often, so it's always nice to see one. So I'm liking that aspect, just Mm -hmm. the style itself. Uh, Fun
1: fact, if you type in farmhouse style into Google, you do not get uh, anything about beer. You get a bunch of garbage from Pinterest about uh, interior decoration. Oh, yeah. I can imagine that. I really should have thought of that one. Um, but yeah, Wikipedia tells us that it is uh, interchangeable with a farmhouse. Is a saison, highly yeah. carbonated, fruity, spicy, and often bottle conditioned, which is all of these things. What do you think, Michael? This one's kind of uh in the middle for me.
0: It is um a little m- middling, but because of I like the style, I'm liking it a lot still. Me too. And there's I've had better saisons. I think. I like them just to be a little more, maybe a little higher ABV, a little uh, more mouthfeel you know, like just a little beefier overall. More triple-ish? Yeah, exactly. It's like Belgian adjacent rather than a true Belgian Cezanne.
1: Uh I'm also told that uh, his, these beers are historically brewed with low alcohol levels.
0: Mm. So maybe I'm barking up the wrong tree. Well, see, Michael, they were served
1: to farm workers who were entitled up to five liters a day, much like a... S- five liters? Good God. Okay, <laughs> I was just kind of reading... Through. Jesus Christ, I was... <laughs> I was just sort of... Five liters. Five liters. liters, good gravy. Um. But, but yeah, I, I feel like this is a... I, I feel like we're discovering, if nothing else, that a Saison or a farmhouse ale... Is a sessionable
0: triple. Yeah, that's a kind of a good way to say that. Yeah,
1: we're learning something. Or once again, 2018, we're assuming everything.
0: Yeah, it kind of falls into that domain. It's this. This is a good beer. Um, there's a there's a slight spice to it. Mm-hmm. Um, just, but the the orange flavor predominates. I think. It's true. The uh, juice there of an orange flavor.
1: True. Um, I enjoy that juice of an orange flavor, which I believe I last experienced in the, oh god, what was it? It was the, uh, it's an IPA from a reunion in Coralville, where it has a weird renin Stimpy. The Pub Ale? Not the Pub Ale, but same brewery. Oh, right.
0: You were telling me about it when we had the Pub Ale, yeah.
1: Yeah, I think it's called Tank Puncher, and it has like a disturbing uh, monster on it grinding an orange on his head, a la Homer Simpson.
0: I have to have that one. Are you
1: tired of getting orange juice the old way? There's a better way? Yeah. (laughs) Put we're putting that on the list. The ever growing list. Definitely. You know, it's it's turning out that we can probably just drive down the Coralville strip and have a like a flight of flights at different (laughs) breweries. It's if you include back pocket, well Right, yeah. That's three. So there's Reunion and Guild. Which are both pretty good. Yeah, the new one. Yeah, yeah. Um but God, we we are all over the place. Um should we get to the R? I feel like we haven't said anything about this. It it just feels like this is, it's just sort of there. And maybe it's perhaps the mishigash of the holiday season. And I'm still hung over from the Rose Bowl. Not because uh-huh. I was drunk, just because it was a ridiculous game and Oklahoma lost. I, I'm not finding a ton to, to, like, dig into on this beer. Um, mm-hmm. The orange is, it's sort of an afterthought on this. Like, I feel like it was in there from the beginning, but it sort of comes through, and like, oh yeah, hey, there's some orange.
0: Yeah, well, should we just get into the rating? I mean... Yeah, let's do that. I guess I'll go first. It's kind of odd. Yeah, I think it's that post-holiday malaise, and um, you know, we're wrapping up the season on American Pale Males, so we're kind of winding down with the last few beers we have, but... Having said that, I I still like this beer. I think I wish it had. Now that I'm downing a little more, I think I wish it had more of a yeast characteristic to it. That's fair. Sure. I mean, there is one there, but um, like the like again, the flavor I'm getting is more. I don't know. The, the I, orange predominates as opposed to the. Uh, I'm on to be a little more Belgian-y, I think is what I'm getting at. But it's not a Belgian. But it's not a it's not a Belgian. Yeah, but it's still a really good beer. It's great. It's easy to drink. It tastes wonderful. I like the hop profile in there. Um, It's giving it a really nice flavor. What do you think about the malts? The malts, um, I mean, they do the job. Belgian Pilsner malt. Um, And I was going to say one more thing. Yeah, I guess the malts, maybe if it was a little thicker, but maybe that's not being true to the style. So
1: I don't know. This is a weird case of style versus uh, expectation. Because I feel like yeah, the uh, the Belgian or Belgian inspired yeast—I don't know if it's Belgian—but it gives it when you smell it when you that initial uh, touch to the tongue, it sort of makes you think that it's like oh, I'm getting into you know I can't think of a saison off the top of my uh, confluences saison, mm. which is a I think what we're uh, what we're angling for that one that I had at Brewfest is a big hairy smack with an ore, of uh of the yeast, of the, the malt, and it's got the aroma, it's got the spark to it. This one, I feel, is lacking. And I think that's yeah. what we were assuming this one would be. Right. But we rate with our
0: hearts, Michael. Yes. I'm going to take a quick sip of judgment. I just dumped the remaining yeast into about two ounces of beer, so that's gonna, <laughs> probably going to change the flavor profile. Well,
1: I've had um, all the yeast in here to begin with, and I am swirling it... Uh, uh much like uh, someone who's going to end the toast with too evil but uh yeah I, I, don't, so, I don't i don't feel the yeast has changed much about this beer i think it's been pretty well distributed the whole time
0: i was wavering between two ratings and i think i'm going to go with the lower of the two ratings because after having a little more and discussing it I, you know i think i think there's probably i've had better but this is still good and this rating's not bad either. I'm going to give it a 3.75. Oh, wow. I mean, I, le- I like the style. It's easy to drink. I like the taste. It seems like I was kind of going, I was nagging it. Okay, just shoot me uh, for <laughs> saying that phrase. But Maybe I, you'll I, try harder now, farm, <laughs> uh, farm girl
1: Saison.
0: <laughs> I was nagging the farm girl. Um, <laughs> oh, God. We'll get a lot of hits from Reddit. Yeah, um, we will. <laughs> but yeah no it, it like i said it, i think the bottom line is like i like that style that much even though it's like we're kind of saying oh it's not the greatest of that style i like the style so much that it's they and they did a fine job with it that i will give it a 3.75 with that so uh, but i'm curious to see what you think uh i'm gonna go on for a sip of judgment michael okay you do that I almost went to Stillwater over Thanksgiving, but it was too cold and we decided not to go there.
1: Has it been as comically cold for you as it
0: has been here? Uh, the last week like the has last been week. Terrible. Driving by the bank and it's like -5. Oh, that's all. <laughs> what have you had? Oh man, so uh we're going to go into weather
1: talk because we're old <laughs> men, but I've been uh, I've had some some time off from work just around the New Year and I've been watching the news and you know the evening news, you know, if it happens on the East Coast, it's automatically more intense and worse than it is here. And, you know, they're like, "It's gonna, we're gonna have four we're going to have four to six inches of snow, and it's minus two degrees out. Yeah. It's going to kill us all. And I'm like... That's like Wednesday. It's like, fool, I was out on New Year's Eve coming home from a family gathering, and without windchill, it was minus 19. <laughs> oh, like... I don't know the science behind it, but I suspect the water vapor in my lungs was freezing inside of me as I breathed in and out. It's like, we got six inches of snow, and I went to a basketball game and that nonsense. It's like, come on, man. Anyways, um, I'm going (laughs) to get back to the rating at hand. I'm going to give it uh, a sip of judgment to Michael. Entertain the people.
0: Electric Boogaloo.
1: Jeremy, what is your rating Go. He who does not rate with his heart has forgotten the face of his father. So in that case, I'm gonna rate with a two point seven five. Um Oh, wow, okay. I like this beer, but I feel like but it's maybe you're just... rating
0: it lower for the same reasons.
1: Yeah. You know, I think that's fair. Um I'm rating I, I'm rating it a two point seven five for the following reasons. One, um I am not expecting a triple out of this because as established, I had to look up what the definition of a Saison was. Um, I knew that they were, you know, all farmy and blah, 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 but it's one of those uh, nebulous styles, you know, whatever. I don't know exactly what it's supposed to be. Okay. I do enjoy the uh, the orange aftertaste. I like that a lot. Mm-hmm. It's a truly unusual orange uh, flavor, whereas like in a Blue Moon or uh, the Tank Puncher, it's more juice-forward. Okay. Sorry, I'm a little belchy. It's more juice-forward, and because of that, um, I like that this one is a little bit more... See, if you say fruity, it just sounds like it's a some sort of aforementioned citrus hop. But it actually does taste like fruit, and I think that's because of the uh, the orange peel. I don't know what kind it is, but, you know, that does warrant further investigation. Uh, I just feel like I like the individual parts, but it doesn't add up to a lot. Mm. It is an, a perfectly adequate beer, and I would take this all day or day over a Blue Moon or something. You know, just just like a macro, uh, shock top BS yeah, right. yeah, yeah, thing yeah. that's trying to go from this. Because those are just, you know, they're a little bit sweeter, they're a little bit fizzier, they're a little bit, and they don't have the a little bit faker taste to it but
0: fake beer. um
1: i think this is a missed opportunity i feel like they can do better it's like all the pieces are there they just need to tweak it a little bit more okay and so with that i'm giving it a 2.75
0: all right yeah i can kind of see that like for you it didn't it was a saison that didn't hit your expectations so you rated it lower and for me it was a saison so i rated it higher so, like, it's kind of two sides of the same coin, so I can appreciate your rating. I'm trying to figure out what a pop...
1: Like, what are some, like, 101 saisons?
0: Uh, I had some up here. Um, like, Omegang, a Hennepin. I don't know if you've that. Hennepin, that. Hennepin, That's Hennepin a, is like, good.
1: It's a lemony one, isn't
0: it? Let's see. Uh, Lost Abbey, Barn Ale,
1: uh, New no, Belgium uh, had
0: a, a saison, or had a saison.
1: This is an older list. I'm I'm looking I am looking at Beer Advocate and I'm try I'm not recognizing any of these ones that are on there beard oh, I thought it was Beer Uh I'm not seeing a lot of them but I am seeing Love Buzz Saison uh from the Anchorage Brewing Company. So yo, Great White North Council. Let me know. I'm <laughs> sure I'm sure you I'm sure you've had that one. Uh Sophie, that's apparently a Saison.
0: Sophie, oh yeah, sure. Uh, see that's see that's like Tank Seven. That that's a f- There that, we want. go. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Okay. I think I. Yeah. Wicked Weed Brewing has one called Canvas Series Dial. and I, <laughs> I, I, I I dislike that one as well. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> but yeah, it's I'm I'm not noticing a lot of these things that are like ringing a bell, and granted, this is like the top it's rated, you know, by average rating. So, I'm sure there's just god, if I if I know 5 beers on this list, I'll be surprised, but it's
0: yes, yeah, it's, it's like I said, it's a style I like, but a style I don't have often just cuz yeah. it's not out there. I, don't I know. feel
1: like it gets lost in the uh, in the stylistic weeds, as it were. Uh-huh. But it's good. I I am enjoying having it. Yeah. And I will finish it
0: in any case it's another one down the gullet (laughs) yeah it is wow we're we are spinning our wheels yeah so why don't you do the uh social meds yes i
1: can uh you can find us at apm pod anywhere you can find us at apm pod on facebook twitter google do we have google plus probably not um
0: (laughs) i don't think anybody does anymore
1: yeah it's true uh so send us an email at apmpod@gmail.com. Check us out at APM Pod on YouTube and find some of Michael's uh, delightful little uh, pieces of work. I don't know how to edit anything, so ah, uh, and uh, you can find and rate us on iTunes, Google Music, and Stitcher. Rate and review, if you please. Did I hit everything. I feel like I'm losing my mind, Michael. I think that's good enough. All right, good.
0: Yeah. So. Cool. Uh, well leave it at that then. Uh, For Jeremy, I've been Michael. For Michael, I've been Jeremy. And we'll check you next time. Cheers.
1: Peace. What?